Welcome to the Real Estate Agent Playbook, helping you win at the game of real estate every day. Here is your host, Jeremy King. Do you feel like you're constantly chasing that next thing? What can I do right now? What's this other agent doing? We have a problem with imposter syndrome and shiny object syndrome is just a byproduct of imposter syndrome. So today we're going to talk a little bit about shiny object syndrome and how this could be the defamation of your real estate career if you continue to chase that next thing, that next you know, easy deal, because ultimately we have to step back and understand, build a foundation and dial in our business. Stay tuned. What's up guys, this is Jeremy Kanth, Real Estate Agent Playbook. Super excited to dive into this one because I have conversations with agents new and old all the time and it always seems to be a lack of focusing on the things that actually work to get the job done. So if you like what you hear, please share the podcast with your favorite real estate agent, share the YouTube link. Either works perfectly to build our community. I'm here to help agents win every single day at the game of real estate and I hope this find you well. So let's get into it. Okay, so shiny object syndrome. This is something, especially in the Wolfpack, with all of our live calls and nine live calls a week and all of these agents that are crushing it, sharing their information, you can certainly get overwhelmed and try and do all the things. And shiny object syndrome is truthfully trying to do all the things without getting consistent and good at any of the things, right? And it usually leads to pretty quick burnout and you know, pretty much a lack of success. So the first things first is that we try and try to do everything we possibly can to build our business to help people get into homes and all the things. But it requires focusing on doing a few things great to get there. My motto lately is everything works. We just need consistent effort over you know, a period of time, make some adjustments along the way and get to where we need to get to. So ultimately it is a trap because you see, you know, somebody crushing it with cold calling up in, you know, Washington, or you see somebody doing a cool new build kind of deal down in Austin or, you know, whatever, especially in these global groups that are becoming so popular, the cloud-based brokerages is you're connected now with different markets and, and that's great. But it's also a curse if you're trying to do everything that everyone else is doing. Real estate remains hyper-local and it remains very personalized and relationship-based. So don't forget that while you're chasing that next thing. And certainly, I'm a proponent of you know taking this great idea, making it your own. I also believe there's no true blueprint that I can hand you in order to be a successful real estate agent. That's why my foundations course is built on a blueprint of different tactics that you can build your business around. However, I'm not going to pick the pick the foundations. You are. And so I'm super excited for that launch. Stay tuned this spring. It will be out. Um, if you're interested in learning more when it comes out, comment course below and I'll make sure you're on the list to know very first when that when that drops. And so we must step back a little bit and understand why this happens. There is so much pressure in our industry, whether you join a team or a brokerage, to kind of get off the ground and running. And the failure rate is constantly blared in our face. You know, 19% or 16% or whatever, make it past the two-year mark, right? That's, that's always in our face. It's always what we hear. And the truth is, it really doesn't matter. You're not a statistic in this game. 
However, you will become one if you're just trying to do everything. Also, the crazy amount of high splits when you first start in the industry, whether you're on a team and you're splitting 50-50, 60-40 even, 60 to the brokerage and team 40 to you when you're getting certain kind of leads, that's absolutely devastating to a pocketbook and only makes you have to get more homes sold, right? By the time it's all said and done, if you're on a 40-60 split, you legit have to sell three homes to make 100% of what you would on one at you know a different brokerage. That doesn't mean that those models are any better than the other. However, it just puts a lot of pressure on us, right? And we have to you know succeed. And there's all those people and the naysayers that love to be haters and tell you, oh, you're not going to make it. Real estate's so hard. Uh, but it looks pretty easy from the outside in. And people kind of jump into it. And then they see and they're like, oh, okay. I'm truly a full-time business owner, full-time entrepreneur here. And that's the thing is there's no way for one person when they get their license to be good at the legal stuff, the contracts, the relationships of clients, the marketing, all the you know follow-up, the accounting, and all the things that go into being a successful real estate agent running a successful business. And so that's the first thing is understanding where this comes from. And the pressure is real. And so you have to kind of step back and realize that that pressure can absolutely, you know, get to us and make us be like, Oh, well, I got to go buy leads. I got to go do this. I got to No, it takes time to build this business. So my suggestion to you is step back and pick three, four, maybe two pillars of your business to really focus on. If you are that person that has to build one at a time, build one at a time and do it exceptionally well, right? Because I tell people all the time, depending on your market, you have to sell between five and 10 houses a year to make six figures. That's absolutely insane, right? You literally have to sell five homes in certain markets to make six figures. And that's what everyone's goal is when they first start in real estate. Oh, I want to make six figures. That's what I want to do, right? It's an absolutely great milestone to reach and be at. However, it's so hard to get there if you're just trying to do every little piece. Like, I'm going to do open houses, and I'm going to cold call, and I'm going to get some Zillow leads, and I'm going to be on Facebook, and I'm going to do YouTube, and I'm going to door knock, and I'm going to do all these things. Eventually, you just aren't good at anything. And so my advice to you is to step back and find one, two, three, four things that you really want to dial in. And depending on the time you have allotted, right, if you're a part-time agent, which a ton of agents in my organization kind of come in as part-time and we work to get them to full-time, if you're a part-time agent, pick one or two things and then dial it in. But this isn't going to just come to you, right? If you're working a a 40-hour-a-week job, you have a whole nother 40-hour-a-week job over here, right? Being a part-time agent, certainly you can work 20 hours a week doing it. That's okay. There's no magic in the science of the hours, Certainly, I think we're all pretty, you know, capable of of working, you know, 60 to 80 hours a week. However, you must have dedicated effort. Your productivity in those hours worked are absolutely key, right? And I always ask agents that have part-time jobs, like, what's your job? Can we start to kind of leverage real estate and don't get fired? Don't do anything your your boss that's paying your bills, uh, you know, would, would be against, but you have to find a way to bring that real estate in if you're going to you know, be working 40 hours and then just letting the real estate come. Let's try and incorporate that into your other job and see if we can make that group of people or your coworkers, you know, the clients if you're allowed, 
you know, to come in and build that rapport so that you can start and launch your business. Like I said, five to 10 deals in any market pretty much is six figures here. So we have to step back and understand exactly what's going on, exactly how we want to advance. And certainly I understand, I can see the comments now. Well, you know, our average price point's 200,000 and you know, all the things. Okay, five to 15 deals, right? But the honest truth is it's not that much dedicated effort to get there. Right. And most people that are working a full time job and getting into real estate, you know, their goal is either, you know, to replace this income that maybe not six figures, or if this income six figures, this is just supplement over here for real estate. So that's where we're at. We have to understand that we must focus. Once you pick those two, three, four things, focus on those and generate your calendar and your time so that you can understand, okay, this is exactly what I want this to look like. This is exactly what I want to do. Because once you have those things dialed in and everything works out, it's an amazing, amazing career. However, a lot of us struggle to get started because we're trying to do everything. And this goes for social media too, right? If we're on Instagram, and since Instagram's owned by Facebook, we're going to post on Facebook. And since Facebook's owned by, you know, since Instagram and TikTok are similar, we're just going to put the same video out every single time in the same format, same everything, and just throw it and see what sticks. Ultimately, you still need to build each platform out one by one. And I would tell you right now, I love social media. I love building business through social media, but build one at a time, right? If you're trying to build multiple platforms, you're you know repurposing content and doing all the things, it only confuses our audience and ultimately probably overwhelms them if it's the same content across all channels all the time. And so that's exactly where we need to make that shift and, and level up a little bit. But I typically recommend one social media platform, maybe a traditional pillar open houses or something. And certainly if you're doing open houses, you could go door knock the neighborhood that you're doing them and you could call the neighborhood and you could flyer the neighborhood and you can do some, some cross tactics, but have one specific one that you're focusing on. If you're going to do open houses, do, you know, two open houses minimum a weekend. Uh, there's some other great people out there, especially in the Wolfpack, that are doing like four open houses in one day and they're just doing shorter increments. That's a whole new strategy that, you know, ultimately this game's just about doing something different and catching people, you know, in different times at different stages and making those changes. So um, if you're, you know, confused at what to do, definitely look for that course coming out. Also in the meantime, if you're like, hey, you know, this resonates with me. I have shiny object syndrome. You can definitely book a realtor game plan call. And the last thing I'm going to say about this is usually once we get up and running, I typically like to make sure it's a 75-25 rule. 75% of the time you are focusing on the things that, you know, your pillars, your chosen pillars. And then 25% of the time you can pull in maybe a new thing here and there and trying to do the same thing and turning one of these new things into a pillar. We'll go into that on a future video, but just wanted to kind of bring that full circle. Shiny object syndrome is real for the brand new agent, for the tenured agent. I see it all the time in the agents that I'm coaching. So I hope that helps. Please like, comment, subscribe, share this with uh, your favorite real estate agent if you are not one. And if you are one, share it with your favorite real estate agent anyways. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.